hello. My name is Evelina Kolacek. I am the um, Marketing and Membership Engagement Assistant for the Royal College of Anaesthetists. And this is an interview for the Get Involved series that we started in the bulletin. Over 1,700 of our fellows and members selflessly contribute their time, energy and skills enthusiastically to the work of the college. These roles range from examiners and committee members to AXA leads and AAC assessors. Our 2018 membership survey results showed that many more of our fellows and members would also like to get involved with the work of the college. To highlight these roles further and to provide you with a true taste of what they involve, we started regular Insider's View, or otherwise known as Get Involved, interviews for the bulletin last year. This is the first time um, that we're recording an interview, uh, but there will also be an article in the bulletin. In this issue, we have Dr. Helen Hyam, um, a consultant anesthetist from the John Radcliffe Hospital in Oxford. She is one of our wonderful regular contributors to events, um, so an event speaker at the college. Um, hello, Helen. How are you today? Hi, Evelina. I'm well, thank you. Um, to start us off, um, my first question is, or request, is for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what event speaker experiences uh, you had before you started uh, volunteering for the college. Sure. So, um, so you said, I'm a consultant anaesthetist in Oxford and I'm the director of our um, simulation centre. And so I've had a long-term interest in education and have been teaching and speaking at events um, really since the start of my consultant career. And frankly, before that, as a registrar, I think all of us um, mm. in our training in anaesthetics receive quite a bit of focus on developing as educators, and that's incredibly helpful. Yeah. So I guess I've been doing it for a long time. Um, and when, I got an invitation to speak at the college. It, it felt, you know, perfectly natural to um, start doing that as well. And in fact, the person that invited me is someone probably well known to many um, in, in the college, and that's Pierre Poir. So he's been my mentor and indeed my supervisor here in Oxford um, for a long time. And he's run many educational events in the college. And the first I was involved um, with him was the uh, the cardiac risk symposium that we've run successfully for gosh over 12 years now um, and so that opportunity was kind of the first uh, foothold and, and since then I've done you know other things uh, train the trainer um, some human factors staff um, and, oh, and lect yeah lectures at the I lectured at the 25th anniversary as well which was which was a, a really nice thing to be able to do um, what was your lecture at the 25th anniversary? Mm, so it was a specific focus on the role of anaesthesia in the development um, of human factors and patient safety uh, in healthcare. Because obviously as a profession, I'm rather proud of the fact that we've been at the forefront of those developments. Mm. Um, and in fact, then we were invited to write, a, write an article on it for the journal, uh, which was 
which was also helpful because it, it really crystallized some of the things I felt quite strongly about um, in terms of what we deliver in healthcare as a profession, not just our clinical work, but yeah. the extensive work we do in patient safety. Okay, that's fantastic. I'll, um, in the article that follows this uh, interview, I will uh, maybe put a, a link to that. Uh, some of our uh, listeners oh, sure. might be interested. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you mentioned that you had a mentor. Um, have you considered, or are you already mentoring um, others to help them out? Yeah, also? I, I think um, we've, we've had a mentorship program in Oxford for a while now for new consultants. I remember when I arrived, long time ago, about 18 years ago, um, I actually nominated my own member. <laughs> it was, who oh, was right. uh, a consultant, he's just Matthew Sainsbury, um, uh, who was basically someone I'd admired as, as a trainee and then a research fellow here. Um, oh, wow. And he was a, a tremendous support to me in my early consultant career. And I think it's a vitally important role when you're beginning you know your career trajectory as a as a consultant anaesthetist there are all mm. sorts of issues uh, and concerns that become apparent which may not be things that you think about when you start your job initially and so i currently mentor two of our wonderful new consultants here in oxford um, and everyone has that opportunity when they come to oxford as a consultant anaesthetist we we make sure that the pastoral side of care for new colleagues is really um, really addressed pretty robustly uh, I think you know all of us take it take it seriously. Well, that's quite fantastic uh, I'm sure that they gain quite a lot from that because as you say yeah, there's so many so. aspects <laughs> well there's so many aspects to uh, to the work um, and as, as you said it's both the educational uh, exactly and, and you know and I think you know I hate to say the, the covid word so early in this in this interview but <laughs> well, it's, I it's think in the current really extraordinary circumstances it's become very evident why those mentorship roles are so important mm. um, from and uh, speaking of um, mentorship roles and uh, and um, helping other as anaesthetists uh, within their career and their work. Um, can you share any experiences uh, or professional learning that you yourself um, have gained through specifically just coming back to your role as an event speaker? Um, what kind of skill set has that nurtured for you? I, I think actually it's just really reinforced the importance of good educational design when you when you're doing anything like this um, so there, there are a number of things that are involved in delivering a really good learning experience for people that come to the college um, to the events any of the events um, mm -hmm. that are run there uh, for educational purposes um, I would actually first of all like to stress the importance of good infrastructure and administration for any of the teaching activity and that's very apparent I think the college really has that nailed now we we feel very supported when we're running an event because obviously it's at a distance when you're trying to set yeah. things up uh, yes. and communication with the admin side at the, at the college is really important to running a smooth event that you know that your delegates feel welcome to um, and that they feel is is well organized and and so on because many people are coming from quite a distance mm. to attend these events and actually that aspect of looking after people and and making them feel welcome and making them 
think that it's a worthwhile thing for them to have done it is it is importantly supported by the mm. admin team in the college and, and it's the way we feel in the center as well you know everything we do in oxstar which is our uh, simulation center is supported by the the university's admin team and in in all honesty it's part of the reason that you get good feedback is is when things are run well and, and people well, feel I mean, connected well communicated we try very hard for um, the college not to be only the scary place where you take exams, but also some, it's your home, it's your... Um, I agree, that's, yeah, that's your, how it should feel. Where you belong, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. and we want to support um, anaesthetists at all levels of their career, so. Um, yeah. But what about skill sets, so what kind of things, what uh, no, important think, qualities yeah, do you back, see? Just to go back to the point Oh yes, of sorry, of course. Delivering a good educational experience. Yes. Um, so I've, I've taken a further qualification in adult education. I think many anaesthetists oh, do wow. do that now. Um, and what, what that does is really clarify the way that you design and deliver um, a really good educational experience. And that, of course, starts with defining what your learning outcomes are. Mm. Um, but alongside that, it's the importance of a careful choice of faculty, um, of understanding the format in which you're going to deliver this learning experience. And of course, you know, we've always done that face to face, but more recently, even before COVID, we were starting to use electronic systems to, yeah. for example, interact with speakers, ask questions and, and so on. And I think that's really important I think your choice of faculty is vital and you can tell that from the feedback that we get at the end of the courses. Mm. Um, we, you know, many of us approach faculty because we know them or we've seen them speak at other events. And I think one of the um, key factors or, some, you know, the sort of um, three key factors when you're thinking about the faculty that you want on your um, either your event or your course or whatever yes. is first and foremost is expertise but secondly you really need someone that can deliver the content of their mm. talk well so that it's yes. concise it's entertaining it's it's got a, a clear direction there's a you know beginning a middle and an end um, and that they're comfortable interacting with the with the people in the room and and perhaps the, the third thing i would suggest is that a mm -hmm. good sense of humor is quite important yeah. i think um, people really enjoy um a, a member of faculty who's you know keen to have mm. um to inject some sense of of levity into the proceedings i think it, it really helps with attention and with engaging people and with encouraging awesome. them to speak to you know to you after you've finished mm. after you've finished speaking well exactly it also makes you more approachable exactly um, yeah and speaking of entertaining <laughs> what kind of um can you recall any interesting experiences or something that stayed with you from um any of the events that you've been a speaker at so far so I think the ones that really stand out are the, are the ones that, you know, bring a bit of a laugh um, to situations. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that there's any one particular thing that stood out, but it, it's more that when, when you're sitting in a room 
and the whole audience is either smiling or laughing with the presenter, you, mm. you know you've got them engaged, you know they're interested and you know that they're likely to take something useful away um, from the session. And there's a, 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 you know, there's a few of our speakers where that's, that's really very obvious. That's not to say that, that people that don't make you scream with laughter all the way through mm. your talk are, are the sort of people that you don't want in your, in your proceedings. Mm. I'm just saying there needs to be a mix. So as I say, yeah. I wouldn't say there's one specific thing that stands out, but but I because you know I've I've enjoyed so much engaging with all the different speakers we've had over the years, and there have been many, both from this country and internationally. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's the am amusement of the audience and and the encouragement, therefore, as you say, to to engage with mm. faculty members afterwards. That's often mm. enhanced because. You know you're, you've made them laugh so I, I you know it's it's not it's not just one thing it's it's about the high quality um, of the speakers that, that we engage for the program particularly for the cardiac risk symposium mm, well hopefully um, we'll, this will encourage uh, more people to come forward um, and think about uh, and absolutely yeah I think it's interesting isn't it because I I was not I didn't put myself forward I, I was asked to help out Okay. Um, asked to be involved you know and so I, I think people need to be encouraged to realize that the college is a welcoming place that it that mm. it, it is easy to engage um and get involved and and that they should feel very comfortable doing that um fantastic and i've got one last question for you um if you can give one piece of advice to someone thinking about becoming an event speaker what would it be uh, so in all honesty the one piece of advice is just do it contact the college and say i'm interested um you know if, if i were to take that further if you would you know if you were just thinking about it they'll they will no doubt be someone in your hospital that is already doing this go and talk to them and just say you know what's it like how do i do it you know mm. and certainly don't don't be afraid just fantastic <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, Dr. Hayam, for um, for taking the time, especially now that, uh, well, COVID-19 is slightly slowing down and now you're um, preparing to um, reinstate all of the surgery as usual. So yeah. um, thank you so Pretty much bit. for taking the time. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Thanks very much for asking me. Thank you. And if anyone wants to find out um, more about different roles that you can get involved uh, with the college, there is a get involved section uh, on the website. So please do check out um, that part of the website. And thank you everyone for listening.